Hi, Richie. Hi, Sin. What are we doing here today? Well, we're here because we've been here for four hours. But <laughs> assuming people haven't caught up with uh, everything, we are we are talking about the notes of Bloodborne, a mystifyingly popular topic that I did not think would have an audience, but does. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> and whose idea was it? It was yours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And actually. Somebody else brought it up, and it fortified my idea that this is a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. So there was actually a demand for this. Who was it? I can't remember. Okay, good. But shout out to you, <laughs> sir, ma'am. Yeah. Yeah. Good. It was someone on Discord who was like, I'd really like to know what this note means. And I'm like, well, I've had this idea for a while. Yeah. But Richie was like, no. I'm a ghost in your memory. She was like, no. So, what is today's um, note? Today's note is... The nameless moon presence beckoned by Lawrence and his associates. Pale blood. Mm, that's a mm. big one, though. Yeah. You sure you can explain it? Well, we'll soon find out. Okay. Where is the note located? The note is located in a room in the Bergenworth Lecture Hall. <laughs> was left by a student of Bergenworth. <laughs> Because it's in one of their, like, lab rooms off to the side. Why are you saying Bergenworth so weird? Well, because <laughs> some, some people insist that this isn't Bergenworth. And uh, it's just an unrelated research hall that coincidentally features a whole lot of things from Bergenworth, including an exact copy of Willem's chair. <laughs> well, what if they ordered it from the same place? Well, it's possible. It's like a flat pack. A what? Like a flat, like IKEA furniture. They just like yeah. got it delivered. Yeah, yeah. But what did you say earlier? Flat, uh, flat, flat, flat pack. Explain. Because when it when that furniture arrives, it's like all the it's all just like in a flat cardboard like box, and you open it, and then you assemble it based on that. Like you don't buy it as a complete thing; you buy it as like the the component parts in a flat thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is this yeah. an Australian way of saying it, or? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I question myself all the time now. Yeah. Since you teach me about my own culture, <laughs> like, uh, what was it? Um, the soda with ice cream. Oh, the spider. The spider. Yeah, yeah. yeah I didn't know yeah. that was a thing, but people mentioned in the videos. Yeah. yeah. They left comments being like, "What? We have that in Canada? What are you talking about, son?" Mm. And they have encouraged me to go out and try one. Okay. So, this note. So, where specifically in Bergenworth is it located? It's in... Um, there's just, a, like, a room that is off to the side near the door that leads to the Nightmare of Mensis. And it's basically, like, 
by the way, here's some exposition in the form of notes. And they just, it's on like a, like a, um, like a cabinet. Like someone's written it sort of like on a, on a bench and left it there. And presumably like this is all like where, where they were studying, um, studying like the great ones and everything. And they've noticed that like, okay, well, Lawrence, this, by the way, this is proof that the healing church in Bergenworth like knew what they were doing, even though they weren't, um, meeting in person. Because it's like, okay, Lawrence beckoned something from the moon, and it's to do with pale blood. And that's like, it's in a room with some other notes that sort of like map out like what they were trying to do in Bergenworth before it all fell apart. Okay, thank you. Can you read this note in your best Lawrence voice? Uh... <laughs> That's Lawrence the first vicar when he's in the nightmare, and he's all like shrieking and bleeding lava everywhere. Joseph is such a rational and serious person. What is he doing talking to the sin? She's ruining the podcast. You're the one that told me to read it in a Lawrence voice. You can't. I, I- Picture cutscene Lawrence. Like, I must take my leave. You know Lawrence. Yeah. Why would Lawrence leave a note about himself? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um <laughs> The nameless moon presence beckoned by Lawrence and his associates. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Okay, so let's look at this note word by word. The nameless moon presence. <laughs> Seriously, though, you can just say word by word. The. <laughs> the is an article. Um, okay. <laughs> What's the nameless moon presence? Well, you know, <laughs> the end of the game, there's a boss called the moon presence. Wait a minute, Richie. The last boss is German. Well, Sin, I've got a bit of a surprise for you. <laughs> Did you know that there's actually another boss after German? Is it the doll? Yes, because the doll is a great one. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. <sighs> The doll is a great one, and it's all her plan that you kill all the beasts because they have Erden's blood, and then because she's a great one, you become her surrogate child. <laughs> so, you know when you kill German, the last boss of Bloodborne, and then a weird monster comes down from the sky? Yeah. Have you ever wondered, uh, wondered what its name was? Actually, I never wondered. Tell yeah. me. Well, it's called the Moon Presence. Oh. Weird, right? Yeah. So after doing some research, <laughs> I have a theory that the Moon Presence, the boss, that's beckoned by Lawrence, is the same Moon Presence beckoned by Lawrence mentioned in this note. <laughs> okay, but wait a minute, Richie. <laughs> in this note, 
It clearly says the nameless moon presence. Yeah. So it yes. could be a different moon presence. That's true. But it does say beckoned by Lawrence, so... Okay, okay. Do you want to do a little experiment? Does it involve summoning the moon presence and asking it? <laughs> no, let me type Richie into Google. Okay. Oh, look, the first result is Richie Lionel. Is that you, Richie? Richie Lionel. I think you mean Lionel <laughs> Richie. Yes, Lionel is something Richie. from Legend of Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> Although it, it is true that when the Moon Presence was was finally summoned, it did say, Hello, is it me you're looking for? So, <laughs> that's my theory. My very... Uh, well researched theory is that is that it is referring to the same thing that it is clearly referring to. What I was trying to show you. Hang on, Sin, hang on, Sin. Let's type Lawrence in. That's what I, I wanted to show. That there's more than one Lawrence in That's the world. That's true, yes. Yes. <laughs> what shows up when you type Lawrence? Uh the, the Wikipedia entry for Lawrence. Followed by is Lawrence a boy's or a girl's name? Oh, mm. my first result is a location in yeah. Quebec. Okay, so Lawrence Fishburne summoned an unrelated moon presence. <laughs> That's the point I was trying to make okay, before okay. you tried to derail it. There could <laughs> okay, be more than okay. That. Like you're like, okay, okay, we got it. Okay, okay, it's in. Calm down. Okay. <laughs> I'm so glad I don't ever actually listen to this. They're beautiful. Ninety-nine <laughs> percent likes, bruh. Yeah, but from who? <laughs> Lawrence and his associates. Oh. Okay. Okay. So the moon presence is the same person, the same creature or great one we encounter yeah. at the end as the true last boss. I think it's pretty safe to say that. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Beckoned by Lawrence and his associates. Lawrence yeah. is the same Lawrence that we see in the cutscene, who must take his leave, well, no, as well as sin, the last sin, sin, we don't see him in the cutscene. Actually, it's Mikolash. It's Mikolash. <laughs> it's true, though, remember? Lawrence is understudy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because, uh... Lance. Lance found yeah. the thing. Yeah. Where it used to be Mikolash, but it's still Mikolash, right? Yeah, Mikolash is in there, like... You're seeing it from Mikolash's POV. Like, his model is in there, and the camera's, like, stuck to him, and he's moving around to give you an impression of, like, where everything is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my God. Richie? Could you know, Lawrence, Lawrence and Mikolash are the same person, and his full name is Lawrence Mikolash. <laughs> How did you know? How did you know I was going to say that? This is very late. Yeah, you see? You finally got on my level, Richie. You can predict what I'm going to say before I say it. Okay, I've got a slight problem uh, with your theory, though. It's that we find Lawrence's skull on an altar, and then when we meet Mikolash, uh, his body still has a head. Okay, well, let me... <laughs> 
show you a slight problem with the existing theory. So there's Lawrence's skull in the altar, that's a beast. There's Lawrence's skull, that's a human somewhere in the trailer. There's Lawrence who's in the dungeons. There's Lawrence who's on fire. Clearly, it's Mikolash just making up all these stories, making things convoluted, because all those things cannot happen at the same time. Yeah. Like, honestly, like, I'm pretty sure Lawrence and Mikolash were the same character until pretty late. Sorry, what? Say that again, cut out. I'm pretty sure Lawrence and Mikolash were the same character until pretty late in the day. Hmm. But it was just like the head of the healing church is a former Bergenworth scholar, and then he escapes into the nightmare, and you have to chase him. Hmm. And then they got split into Lawrence and Mikolash. Hmm. Do we want to talk about like the other stuff in the note, okay. or are you just going to keep going? Okay, good. So. <laughs> Now that we know Lawrence is Mikolash, we can leave that behind us. And his associates. Yes. Who are the associates? One was German. And, like, IDK. Um, I think I mentioned this before, but, like, there's a beast-possessed soul in the silo off to the side of the workshop who's, like, locked up under the workshop. Yeah. Um, That might have been one of them, because it's like, maybe he turned into a beast under the Red Moon and then they kicked him down that silo, because he's sort of adjacent to the workshop. Mm-hmm. Um, possibly, like... Uh, I don't know, because the whole timeline about, like, Maria... um. I'm pretty sure Maria wasn't there. Like, Maria would have been dead at the time. But maybe, like, like Dura has apparently been to the dream, and maybe he, like, maybe he was there? It also, the other thing is it may just mean Lawrence and his associates, as in, like, the healing church. Like, everyone involved in the church is Lawrence's associates. So collectively, like, they beckoned the moon presence through everything they did. Because hmm. it wasn't literally just Lawrence. It was, like, the research hall, and then Kanehurst, and then, like, German, and that all eventually led to the beckoning of the moon presence. So it's not like Lawrence did it by himself. Okay, thank you. Do we, do we talk about how the Moon Presence has a name? Is it part of this note? Well, the note says the nameless Moon Presence. <gasps> that means it's not the Moon Presence, because the Moon Presence we meet does have a name. Oh, snap. Oh, I know. What's the Moon Presence's name? His name is Flora. 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 Of the Moon, of the Dream. Oh, is that a line given by Odin? Yes, Odin gives that line. <laughs> but Odin is also the moon presence. <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel sorry for all the great ones except Odin. Because Odin has caused me such grief. Do you want to talk about it? No, I think I've, I've said enough. 
No, you can talk about it. Tell Erden is know. very is Erden in the note. <laughs> well, he he only exists in voice, right? Yeah, but we're so maybe reading he's the one. Yeah, yeah, but he's yeah. like okay. So he's the narrator. Maybe um, yeah, when we went yeah. to Yahagul and there was that note on the screen, that was Erden's voice. Rich, I was just thinking that yet yeah, again. Yeah. Oh my god, you're on my level. I'm so happy you finally got here. Erden is the entire like UI of the game. He's like telling us how many blood vials we have left, how many blood echoes we have, what's in our inventory. <laughs> yes. He's like a pit boy. <laughs> yeah. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. Erden is pit boy. Yes. So yeah, the Moon Presence's name is Flora. What's that? Guess what song that is. The Erden theme. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm good with that. That's gonna be the Erden theme. Sorry, what were you saying? Forgotten. Erden. Erden never changes. Oh yeah, her name her name. Flora's name. The Moon Presence's name is Flora. So why do they say the nameless Moon Presence then? Okay. The thing is in Japanese they don't. It's only in English. Oh, oh snap. Okay. The Japanese note but just says Lawrence's Moon Demon, Pale Blood. So the whole, like, the associates thing and the nameless thing is added in translation. Wait, wait, wait. Just tell me what the note says in Japanese, in English. In, in English? Which, what? <laughs> tell me in, in the English language. But you ha- who's on the- first? <laughs> what? No, what's on second? <laughs> what? I don't understand. Who's on first? What's on second? I don't know. Who's on third? What is this? I need you to tell me what is the name of the person on second base. I don't know. What that no, is. who was on first? I don't know. I'm sorry. What is this? I'll tell you when we finish recording. Okay. Okay. Uh. So what did you want me to say? <laughs> This was so scary. Is this what I sound like when I scream at you and demand answers? That was horrifying. (laughs) (laughs) I literally have no memory. You were asking something about, like, I said that in Japanese it just says Lawrence's moon demon pale blood. Oh, okay, okay, okay. No, I was saying that, like, can you tell me exactly what the Japanese note says? It basically is just that. It's like Lawrence's moon. I'm saying moon demon because that's like a close enough translation, but it's like, it could be like Lawrence's moon monster or like Lawrence's um, eldritch thing from the moon. And then just stop, pale blood, stop. So, so what is yeah. it? So it's missing nameless? It doesn't say nameless because, like, the Moon Presence's name is Flora, despite the fact that it says Moon Presence on the on the HP bar. When the yeah. doll is praying to Flora of the Moon of the Dream, she's playing. She's praying to the Moon Presence. And, and Lance yeah. or somebody also found something that. Yeah, there's a bunch of cut dialogue where German calls her Flora. He says, "Like Flora will return from the Moon." Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
And, like, again, it's not a reference to, like, people saying, oh, she's talking about the flowers. Like, no, she is phonetically saying furora of the moon. And it's written as, like, it's a proper noun. It's the name. She is praying to the moon. She's she's in the hunter's dream, which is watched over by the fucking moon presence, who is watching over the hunters. And she's praying to the moon presence to protect and watch over the hunter. That's what she's doing. So she's saying, oh, Flora of the moon of the dream, meaning Flora, the moon presence in the dream. And that's it's, it's consistent with the other names for great ones, because mm-hmm. Amygdala is named after an almond. Mm-hmm. Ibrita is named after a butterfly. The winter lanterns are named after a flower. So, Flora of the Moon makes sense. They see her, she's in the dream, there's a whole lot of flowers, her name is Flora. It's possibly not her real name, her real name is probably some, like, unpronounceable Lovecraftian thing that you can't say unless you have three tongues, but they call her Flora. (laughs) That's what happened. I feel like people may have given you a lot of hard time over this. I do want to talk about it. Let's move on. (laughs) Okay. Just for the record, none of those people were me, because I know you're best lore hunter. I have always respected your opinion, and your theories are the best, is what I always thought. It's what you always thought. What you said was something different, but deep down. Yeah. Deep down you respected me while um, calling, <laughs> calling me a fucking idiot. Deep <laughs> yeah, down, shouting I- at me. <laughs> yeah. Deep down, I always respect um, Richard. His theories wake the are very fuck up, inspiring. You stu- <laughs> wake the fuck up, bitch. We're recording. Deep down, I think Richard yeah, has the yeah. best grasp of the lore. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, his uh, theories are very good. Yeah. And his storytelling is good. And his yeah. videos are good. And even thank though you. he probably doesn't have necessarily the time to make more videos at this Why point. Why do you think that is? Okay, no, 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 don't you start. Are you? I was being nice. I was being motherfucking nice. Oh, that, and this motherfucker decided to throw a wrench into my goddamn bicycle wheel. Why do I think that is? I think that is because those videos take a long time to make. Because yeah, I make yeah. solar lore as yeah. well. And yes. it's very time consuming. Yes. And yes. it's it demands a yes. lot of energy. Not That's only true. that, it demands a certain degree of technology. Like you need a place to store all these things. You need a laptop, yeah. which by the way you don't have. Your laptop yes, is shit. Do. Don't try to convince me otherwise. Okay. Yeah, okay. I mean it is, but it it works. Yeah, kind of works sometimes. JK doesn't work properly anymore. Okay, well, there we go. So all these things require time, require energy, require finances, which yeah. don't necessarily uh, come with a YouTube channel that is this small. No. So that is why you may not necessarily have time to do your solo lore anymore. And you have other things going on, you have other projects, you have real life things now. So don't try to make it seem like, oh, this podcast is taking up all my time. Therefore, consequently, I cannot do the lore because that's not true. Okay, do you know know what? What? I think this is better than what I was doing on my other channel. And that's why I can't be bothered doing it. Because this is... This is more interesting, and we get more out of it. 
Aww. Also, you learn a lot from me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, I learn the lore of Bloodborne, and mm. I teach you the lore of life. You teach me pain. <laughs> I can't wait for somebody to um, to hear this, and then in the comments be like, This chick is so annoying, she screams too much, she won't stop laughing, I come here for DSF. <laughs> been a very emotional recording. I predict a lot of this isn't going to make it in. It's been quite emotional. Oh, we'll see. Oh <laughs> we'll, god. We'll see. We'll see. I have I have multiple muses. And it depends. Okay. Okay. So okay. what were we saying? God knows. I think okay. we were talking about how the moon presence well, okay, we're saying the Japanese one is basically like Lawrence and the like we'll just say the thing from the moon. Pale blood. And um it writes pale blood in these like hooked brackets. So it's like Lawrence's thing from the moon dot and then if you imagine it's like Doctor Evil doing air quotes, like the pale blood. Pale blood. <laughs> pale blood. Yeah, it's that. <laughs> Um, okay, okay. So, his associates, that is, the, the words his associates are not in the Japanese book? It just says Lawrence's. Okay. But, it like, yeah, it was, it, it just says L Lawrence's moon monster. Okay, okay. But, but like, it is his associates, because the whole healing church is, like, collectively back in this thing, yeah. Well, I mean, it, it puts Lawrence at the, sort of, the head of the whole thing. Yeah, you just yeah. Lawrence's. Yeah. Monster, yeah, as yeah. opposed to where it's like Lawrence and his, and his associates, Lawrence yeah. and his, blah. but when you say Lawrence and his associates, it's almost like this shared responsibility, you know? Yeah, yeah. And okay, let's talk about pale blood. Okay. Yeah, the, well, there've been two pale blood notes so far, so I forget what uh -huh. we've mentioned. Yeah. Let me. There's the the beginning note, and then there's the Yahagol one that's behold a pale blood sky. Uh, well, we did seek pale blood to transcend yeah. the hunt. Yeah, I don't think we did pale blood sky yet. So we did. We didn't do the Yahagol ones, even though we did the other Yahagol ones. Well, you're the one that's in charge of node progression. I just keep the number. Am I? Yeah. When when was this agreed? <laughs> it was an executive decision. <laughs> I think we may have missed. Like two or three, because I thought we would be doing the second half of Yahagul, not that we'd already done the first half. Because you said we'd done like nine already. I mean, it's okay. It's it's fine. No, this is good. We're we're just we're we'll do them after we do this. Like, whatever. It's fine. After we finish the lecture building notes. We can do your Hargul notes. It's going to make sense. Okay. Okay. So, okay. pale blood. Um, yep. We talked about pale blood before. So, for a more detailed discussion, um, you should look at the first note. Seek pale right. blood to transcend the hunt. Which I can put in the description if I don't forget, because sometimes I forget. So it's like you will find this in the description, and then there's nothing in the description. Yeah. Yeah. But 
briefly speaking, what's pale blood? Okay, so you have to understand that it's written as like, like you were saying, it's written in these hooked brackets that are kind of the equivalent of writing in quotation marks. So it's like the pale blood, as in like this is not literally referring to a thing called the thing that's actual pale blood. It's referring to something that we're calling pale blood. And the way the game is set up is that you start in Isefka's clinic. There is a note that says seek pale blood. So you assume, okay, I'm in Yarnum looking for pale blood. You go talk to Gilbert. Gilbert says, oh, uh, you're looking for pale blood. I'd never heard of that. But in middle of Cathedral Ward, there's the healing church. They'll know because they are the blood people. Then you go there and then you like never hear about it again. It's dropped. And then it's brought up again at the end when... Uh, the 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 reveal one is like it's the note in Yahagol. Confusingly, you can see this before it happens. It says like, "Behold a pale blood sky." And if you get there early on, it's like, "I don't." All right, like this looks like a normal sky. I don't understand what this means. But then, um, when you return there at the end, you realize like. It, it says, behold, a pale blood sky, and above you is the huge red moon, and the sky is all gone purple. And it's like, oh, that's the pale blood sky. And the way that Miyazaki explained it is that, like, he called it the pale blood sky, because it's meant to look like um, when there's a when people die, um, and the blood, like, it loses its red color because it's no longer functioning their body kind of goes bluish. So that's what he was, that's what he said he was doing. Like he, he wanted to create like the idea of the moon is red because all the blood has rushed into the moon. So the sky has gone the color of a body without blood. So the pale blood sky is referring to like when the sky goes that shade of like blue purple and the moon is bright red and they call it the pale blood sky because it's meant to like evoke the image of a body that has no blood in it. In the same way you might say, like, the sea is angry. Like, it doesn't literally mean the sea is conscious and it's angry. It's just, like, a description of it's very, very, like, there's a lot of, of turbulence and, and waves and things. And what the note is doing is it's saying that when Lawrence contacted his moon being, moon monster, whatever it is, that was connected to the pale blood. Which is presumably different from what Bergenworth are doing, because the only um, great one that Bergenworth had encountered prior to this was Cos. And we know from the, um, the dialogue in Hamlet that Cos was beckoned to the Hamlet by the inhabitants of the Hamlet. Wasn't beckoned by Bergenworth. That they showed up and, like, I guess they maybe pretended to be, like, friendly to the Hamlet people or something, and they called Cos out of the ocean, and then they killed Cos. So this is Bergenworth realizing, okay, there's other ways to get at the Great Ones. That Lawrence managed to beckon his own, and he did it through this, like, pale blood in the sky. Okay. Thank you, Richie. Thank you, Sin. That was a very good explanation. You did an excellent job.
Wow. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Did we talk about what kind of node this is? Yeah, we did. Okay. It was. Uh, it feels like an eternity ago, but weirdly, <laughs> I can't believe that was only thirty-seven minutes. It felt like very, very long time. <laughs> okay, then I guess that's it. Yep. Do the outro, Richie. That was uh, The Notes of Bloodborne, episode 16, which we now realize is maybe not episode 16 because we missed a couple. No, no, no. It's going to be 16. It doesn't matter. It's Didn't fine. Didn't you want We're them in going... chronological order? It's, it, this is our chronological order. So it's the chronological order of someone who played it, and then when they got to, like, Yahagul, they didn't read anything. And they ran through it, and they came back again. Yeah, because that okay. happens a lot. That's true, it does. Like, a, a lot of people miss that ministration note. Like, especially in Yahargul, you don't, you're so, like, terrified, and there's so much stuff going on, you're not going to stop and read yeah. notes. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I know, like, um, just after that episode about the, the note about ministration, um, mm-hmm. like, I think 20 minutes after it went live, I got a message that just said, like, I never knew about that note. Yeah, yeah, a few yeah. people mentioned it, actually. Yeah, because yeah, it's it's not very well signaled that hmm. it's there. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you, Richie. Thank you, Sin. Anything, any last words? <laughs> um, well, the thing is, like, I wanted to be done by five, and then it was like ten to five, and I thought, ah, it'll be fine. Mm-hmm. It's now uh, ten to six. And whose fault is that? Well, I argue it's both of our faults. No, no, no. What did I say about two hours ago? I said, go to sleep. Yeah. And then three hours ago, I said, go to sleep. And then yeah. one hour yeah. ago, I said, go to sleep. And what did yeah. you say? Um, no, I want to get this over with. Although, to be fair, I think you're leaving part of that out, because it wasn't go to sleep, I'm concerned for you. It was go to sleep so you can wake up and record more. In the morning, after you're well-rested. Yeah, but I'd rather just do it now. Like, if I do it when I wake up, I'll I'll take a while. I'm at least, like, thinking straight right now. If I wake up, it'll take me a couple of hours before my brain's fully rebooted. That's why you gotta wake up early, so that by the time it's rebooted, I'm still up, and we can record. Well, we did it anyway. (laughs) Okay, well, thank you, Richie. Thank you for taking us on this wild notes journey. Aren't notes fascinating? Do you think that they always wanted there to be notes, or do you think that they realized, oh, this has, like, 10% of the inventory size of every other game? Where are we going to put this shit? I did. <laughs> what if there's just, like, there's just, like, a glowy thing and it was on the <laughs> table, and you touched it, and it had a thing written on it? Does Dark Souls have notes? No. 
Huh. I mean, it's and got play and messages, and it, there's some of the messages are left by the developers. Yeah, but I mean, like, yeah. this is their first game with actual notes. It's the first one that has explicit, like, in-world, touch this thing, and there's a... There's a although I guess Dark Souls has, like, things you can examine in it. Hmm. Like, Dark Souls 2's got the, the Medulla, like, obelisk, and if you read it, it tells you things. I think their next game should be like no notes, no item descriptions, just all environmental storytelling. Isn't their next game Sekiro? We'll see. <laughs> what about Derasene that was just notes everywhere? In 3D. You could pick up the notes, you could read the back of the notes, you could figure out people's <laughs> names by looking at the addresses on notes. <laughs> it was all notes. I wrote down all the notes. <laughs> wrote down everyone's diary. Mm, do you want to do the notes of Derasine? I think Laura's doing the notes of Derasine. Oh, snap! She should do it with us. Um, I, I guess, if she wants. I'll ask her. Okay, awesome! More Derasine content. Laura also, like, goes to sleep at weird hours, so. So, it's perfect. It's perfect. How many notes does the hex make? Uh, a lot. Good content for another year. Look at us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everyone's really thirsty for more Derasine content. It's not a niche thing at all. <laughs> all right, oh, what Rachel. if? So I'm just thinking, like Christ, what if Sekiro Se does have notes? Ah! Yeah. It does. Because it's got the thing that says, oh no, there's going to be a whole lot of notes. And you're going to be like, what's the notes of Sekiro, Richard? I checked, there's 38. (laughs) And there'll be things like, try jumping. What does that mean? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, what does that mean? Well, let's go further. Let's let's do, let's play through Sonic Adventure 2 and talk about everything Omachow says. And talk about what? In Sonic Adventure 2, there's, there's a horrible, annoying wind-up thing that just, it's like the notes in Bloodborne and it appears, but it's just like, Sonic, why don't you try to jump here? If you use a bounce attack, you can get up higher. Alright, Patreon content. <laughs> a complete analysis of everything said by fucking Omachow. Okay, yeah, yeah, let's no, do this. No, 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 that will break me. Then why do you say these things? Why do you give give me ideas that will break you? Didn't Santa say he likes Sonic Adventure 2? I think he did. If we ever have him back, we can talk about Omachow. Okay, perfect. Good. Alright. Alright. Okay, well, thank you so much, Richie. Do you want to do an outro? Thank you to the Slime Scholar who left that note. I don't know who you are, but uh, congratulations. You, um, <laughs> you figured out the plot of Bloodborne before most people did. And maybe if, uh, if your plan had worked out a little better, you would be a great one. But it wasn't to be, and um, I guess, like... 
I guess you helped us. So in a way, you're you're a great one too. You're a great one in our hearts. Yeah. 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 Also, you respawn. So. <laughs> what if it's the same the same slime skull that left all the other notes, and they were just like, they're like the honest student. They figured out everything. Yeah. Everyone's copying their homework. That's basically the plot of Bloodborne, isn't it? Can I copy your homework? It <laughs> <laughs> just goes horribly wrong in a series of different ways. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Is that slime? Student button? Well, we can't save the set. <laughs>